Hello and welcome to the Dodcast, a podcast where we talk and reflect upon the Word of God, upon life in the Holy Spirit, and other amazing things. My name is Father David Dodd. I'm a friar with the Franciscans of the Third Order Regular of St. Francis. Um, we're most famously connected, and I'm myself, my graduate of Franciscan University of Steubenville, class of 2012, Go Barons. Um, and I'm happy to bring this podcast to you as I share some reflections on the Word of God. So today is January 24th, 2024, and the the readings that are uh, for the for Mass today, the first reading is from 2 Samuel chapter 7. And I love this story, especially because my name is uh, David, and I have a great affinity, a great love for King David in the Bible. He was a musician. I myself am a musician playing praise and worship and and uh, loving to, to canter and to use and lift up my voice in song to the Lord. Um, but I love this story because here's David at this moment in his life where essentially he has a chance to rest. He had to kind of fight for the kingship. Um, God made him a promise uh, and he had to wait for that promise to come to to fulfillment and maybe for many of us waiting or being in that time of waiting where it feels like nothing is happening. Um, but David pressed into the promise of God. In fact, the one of the Hebrew words for waiting is this word kava, which means to, to entwine together. So it's this sense of not just like a passive sense of waiting, but a sense of clinging to something. So David clinging to the promise of God, of the kingship, of the anointing that was placed on him and trusting in, in that promise, that that promise would be fulfilled because God himself is worthy of his promises and he keeps his promises. And so when David reflects upon all these things, um, King David, I should say, he he has this great desire. So God has basically fulfilled all of his plans and he has this, this desire that's put on his heart to, he says, I wanna build a house, I wanna build a temple uh, for God. And uh, Nathan, who's a kind of an encouraging figure in his life, he's speaking to one of his advisors. And uh, Nathan's like, yeah, go for it. But that same night, Nathan receives a prophetic dream in which um, basically God says to, to Nathan to share with David. And he's like, you have this great plan for me, but my plan for you is so much greater than you could understand. And thinking about how oftentimes we have this idea that we want to do great things for God or great things for other people, be a benefactor in the church, um, have these great endeavors, these great wishes and dreams. And I love the Lord's response because he's basically like, you're dreaming too small. <laughs> and how true is that for us that sometimes when we're not tied, you know, tied into the promises of God, that we end up dreaming too small. When the Lord's like, no, dream big. In fact, there's a, a line in the prophet Isaiah chapter 49, which says, is it, it's too little for you, Israel, to say that you'll be my servant. He says, I will make you a light to the nations, a light to the nations, too little to be a servant, but a light to the nations. And Jesus calls all of us who are baptized. He says, you are the light of the world, not a light, the light, the light. It's amazing when we reflect on these promises that God has given to us. And so David, when he's hearing this, this word of the Lord from Nathan, as I said, Nathan 
our David has this, this desire to build an incredible house, this temple for the Lord. And here's what the Lord says to him. It says, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you. I will, who shall come forth from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father and he shall be my son. He goes on to say, and your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. And it's amazing to think, okay, David has this, this great plan and to make a house for the Lord. And here's the Lord saying, no, David, I want to make a house of you. I want to come and inhabit you. I want my promise to not just be something that's laid in stone, but something that's laid in human flesh. And then we see in the New Testament that Jesus becomes the fulfillment of that. In fact, the word that's spoken to the, that angel Gabriel speaks to Mary at the Annunciation is, he says, of his kingdom, there shall be no end. And that, that kingdom that's promised is the kingdom that's first promised to David here in 2 Samuel. But it took a long time to, to be fulfilled. And in fact, it ties in with the, the gospel today, which is all about the word of God being like a seed. And you think about a seed, a seed has all the potential for growth in it. All you have to do is water it and give it sunshine and it does its thing. That's the nature of a seed is to grow and to produce fruit. Um, and so here's this, this word of the Lord, which is given to David as a seed. And in Israel's history, when all of everything seems to go awry and the kingship seems to fall away. Um, and yet, because it's God who gave that promise, it's also God who will fulfill that promise for David, for, uh, for the people of Israel, but also for us, that when God makes a promise, he keeps his promises because he is faithful, because he is trustworthy. And maybe sometimes that promise, it just looks like a bunch of seeds in our hand, right? But if we despise the seed, and we also despise the fruit that can come from that seed. And so maybe the seeds in your hand are, are just a couple of things that God has entrusted to you to take care of your family, to take care of a loved one, to maybe even just to mop the floor today. But to be a faithful steward to what God is asking of you means that he's going to entrust us with more. Jesus says, to him who has much more will be given. And that promise is so true that when we faithfully steward what God has given us, there's no telling that the fruit that can come from that. Because if this, the word of God is a seed, that seed, a couple seeds in the hand, look just, they look small. But in time, if you have a handful of seeds, let's say you have a handful of apple seeds or you know, a bowl full of apple seeds. I'm not sure how many apple trees there would be, but there would be a lot of apple trees just from those small seeds and an abundance of fruit from those seeds. But in order for that fruit to, to occur, what has to happen, right, is the pruning. <laughs> and that's what we don't like. But Jesus says, um, if you bear fruit, my father will prune you so that you will bear more fruit. And 
it's interesting because if you think about the process of, of pruning, I myself am not a gardener, but I've talked to, you know, the, the idea is that you cut into that plant. So you, sometimes we can feel like God is, um, like God is making it harder for us at times. And we can kind of complain that, that things are, are difficult. And yet it's the, the gardener who knows the, pro- the purpose of the pruning and who understands that what looks like punishment is actually pruning that faithfulness to God and the fruits that he wants to bring forth from us and through us in our lives will require that process of pruning. But to lean into that, to embrace that process of pruning means that there will only be an abundance of fruit. And so my, my invitation for you uh, today is to to go in prayer and ask the Lord, Lord, what is your heart for me? Oftentimes we go to God and we tell him what what we think or we tell him what's what's on our mind. But maybe today to go to prayer and say, Lord, what's on your mind? What's the seed that you've given me? How can I be faithful, be a faithful steward of that seed that you've given me to cherish, to nourish, to water it? And to allow it to to bear fruits and even in that process of pruning to remember that the purpose of that pruning is not punishment the purpose of the pruning is to bear more abundant and more lasting fruit god bless you have a great day bye